Hello everybody, here Louis again and welcome to Shela Podcast, the place where you can listen to many languages, the place where you can find out and listen about a lot of topics, topics that will be interested for you if you are learning languages, if you are planning on doing a program abroad, it'll be very interested for you, so stay tuned and follow me through this episode because this is the 10th episode guys and i'm pretty happy because of the progress that i made throughout uh this little project that i've been uh working on and i'm pretty happy because you guys could listen to it you can use it as uh, some advices that you can take whenever you are thinking about programs abroad and what are what is specifically the experience that you're going to have if you come to Germany. So, to begin today, I will tell you something very interesting. I was in Oktoberfest, but it's not like the Oktoberfest that you will all know, like, you know, we all know that is happening in Munich, and a lot of people go there, a lot of tourists and stuff like that. I was in another kind of Oktoberfest. It is like the same, same um, idea, and it's like celebrating, you know, it is celebrated actually at the same time, the same week and everything. I was, I was there the last week, uh, it was on actually Saturday, I was there on Saturday. It was, it was cool, I was there uh, in the afternoon and um, I find it very interesting, you know, it reminds me a little bit of the, uh, you know, La Feria in, in Shela. It is a little bit like that, um, you know, with a lot of mechanic games and stuff like that, you know, like a lot of uh, people eating food, um, different kinds of food, Chinese food, Indian food, a lot of kind of, uh, kinds of uh, things to eat. And it is very international. Actually, you know, before going there, I was uh, investigating a little bit on the internet about how was like this festival here in this region in this uh, city because it is actually pretty 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 close to Stuttgart and actually I'm not quite sure about it but it is like still in Stuttgart you know talking about the center of the city and uh, it is called Kanstadt of Wassen uh, you know talking about the original name of these festivals talking a little bit of the history about all of these things that are celebrated here in Germany that are called Oktoberfest for, you know, like the majority of people around Germany and, you know, in other continents as well. Uh, actually, you know, the different festivals that are celebrated in different regions are called differently. For example, the one that is celebrated in Munich is called Wiesn. It is the original name of the Oktoberfest. And the story tells us that it was a celebration because of the marriage of the, uh, you know, like the King Ludwin and, and the princess from Saxony. And this was actually celebrated in the 15th century. Imagine how many years the people have been celebrating this Oktoberfest. And as I was telling you before, this is like the name, the original name, Wiesen, 
because of the region that they were celebrating this uh, festival or this marriage in. So it is very interesting to know that uh, it is not just called Oktoberfest, like around Germany, the people in different regions has have for it different names, depending on the region, depending on, on the customs of the people. So it is pretty interesting to know that and to know that it was because of a marriage. Actually has been a little bit contra controversial in past years about this celebration. You know, why the people choose, choose to still celebrate a marriage that happened in the 5th century. Imagine how many years the people have been doing that. But it was not until the 20th century that beer was actually sold in these tents. Because these big tents where you can see all the people chanting and dancing, uh, you know, on, on the banks or on the tables, uh, actually is not allowed anymore to dance on the tables but is allowed to dance on the banks. So imagine all these people celebrating that for so many years, but now it is something more popular. It is something more because uh, it is fashionable to wear these different dresses, traditional dresses from the regions and celebrate the Oktoberfest. Okay, now that we know what are the names or the original names for the Oktoberfest depending on the region we're going to talk about the dressing uh, codes if you may say it like that so for women is Tindel and for men it is Liederhosen so these two are like traditional dresses that the people actually dressed in the medieval times because they were working on the fields, you know, like with agriculture and stuff. So it was something common to see people dressed like that. I can't imagine that it was not quite like nowadays. It was more like comfortable to work on the, on the fields and, you know, with agriculture, you know, like harvesting all the things that they were harvesting. So it is not just because, uh, people now wear these dresses that it would mean that it was like that at that time uh, nowadays it is very like you know like fashionable to wear different colors and to combine things now the women just wear tennis with the with the dindel so it is uh, pretty nice to see all these guys you know dressing in a very typical way and to celebrate you know I was there uh, as I was saying before, uh, one week ago, and actually <laughs> I realized that I wasn't able to enter to these tents because you need a reservation. And you make the reservation via internet or via whatever, and <laughs> I wasn't able to enter to any of those. I really wanted to drink a beer in these tents and, you know, and celebrate with the people and actually, you know, meet new people, but I couldn't. It, it was a pity. I know it is still a pity because I, I just regret of not knowing what was happening here in the Kanstadt of Wasen. So, you know, just saying, it is, uh, it is something that you will take into account whenever you come here, you know, and you come to the, to this specific season and you want to celebrate Oktoberfest in whichever of the Oktoberfest 
that you will find here around Germany. It is actually something that is celebrated also in Austria. So take into account that if you want to go to Austria as well, the people drink beer. <laughs> so yeah, just just saying, just uh, telling you some facts and some stuff about Oktoberfest because it is like the season. It is actually uh, fall is here. You know, it is the first time that I see like leaves falling down from the from the trees and it is very very magical to say like that because in Guatemala we don't have that we have it just a little bit in the same season but you don't see it I mean like of course it's the season but we are like in the middle of of the of the earth or or the glove if you may call it like that so we are in the equator of the of the earth over there in Guatemala, so we we basically have like two seasons. I'm not an expert, but I will call it like two seasons: rain, no rain, a little bit cold, a little bit warmer. <laughs> that is what we get in Guatemala. But anyways, you know, talking about the differences of weather is like not a big deal if you are thinking to move to another country because it is something that you will know in advance uh maybe so yeah just saying the the weather when i arrived was like pretty warm like 30 degrees 32 4 degrees celsius degrees uh every day you know not the whole day at night it was like uh, 20 something like that but it was like very warm for me and uh, right now it is like it has dropped off uh, I don't know like sorry dropped down uh, well 20 max uh, 7 8 minimum so it is going to decrease l little by little and it's going to reach like minus 5 minus 6 uh, here in this region and the max would be like I don't know six uh five something like that so just for you to take into account that it is getting colder and colder whenever you are arriving to the end of the year so talking about another thing not just the weather because you know we're not interested just about the weather we're interested about uh languages and how to learn languages how do you deal with languages and that's what we are going to talk about now uh, coping with languages in another uh, in another country is like so different than learning the language in Guatemala and you know taking your luggage and going abroad. You will find it in any kind of language that you are thinking of learning. It is like Italian, uh, French, English, whatever. You know, you go to the country and the people would speak like so differently from the classes that you actually attended in Guatemala that is like very surprising how the people would speak to you whenever they're natives and whenever they are in their uh, comfort zone to say it like that because they are in their country and they can you know like speak at the velocity they would like to speak to you so it is like very very 
difficult at the beginning. You know, you will increase in confidence whenever you speak more and more and more with the people, but it will take time. You know, the first month I was like, man, I thought that I knew a little German, but now, you know, that I think about that month, now I know that I didn't know German. It was just a little bit, you know, maybe to ask for something, but whenever, you know, whenever you have like the hard times speaking a language is whenever you have to listen and to answer. And that is like very difficult because you're talking with people sometimes in the supermarket, sometimes in the bakery, sometimes in school, and actually they will speak to you as you will be a native. Sometimes the people wouldn't know that if that you have been here just for one week or one day and they will speak to you and full German, you know, like full speed German. So that is pretty like shocking at the first, you know, as the first experience that I did have because I went to the supermarket and I remember that I didn't understand a word of what the guy told me to do and the cashier you know so it was like terrible but I remember it as a good learning process because right now I understand what they're telling me you know the majority of the times I wouldn't say that I will understand everything that it will tell me uh, it is difficult and you know here in Germany It is like everything is like very fast because they don't want to waste your time. They appreciate your time and they want to be efficient. So don't expect like a very, very good customer service. It is not just, you know, like degrading like customer service here in Germany because it's good. I mean, you get what you want to get quickly because that is like the, like the thoughts of the German people. You are wasting your time whenever you are just like you know doing some other things that you wouldn't have to do because you are doing this process in specific so whenever you go to the supermarket and you register your stuff you know the cashier they he will go like beep 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 and then you know you get your things you put your things in the bag you pay and you say goodbye and that's it you know like that is the majority of the times of course you have the option to talk to the cashier. I mean, you will go and, hey, good morning, how are you, you know, if you want to do it. But I would assure you that you will have like a long conversation because there are people waiting behind you in the line. So there will be like a little bit, you know, concern about what you're doing there because if you want to talk, maybe you will like to talk with your friends. That's what I felt. Yeah, it is, it is actually good to have like this um level of efficiency but at the same time is like a little bit too much in my opinion you know i'm latin and i see it as something like a bit too much <laughs> it's just my opinion if you actually like it and maybe i'm just getting used to it um yeah maybe in three months in the future i wouldn't even think about it because it would be so normal for me But now it is like a little bit like different, right? It is this uh, cultural differences that you always find whenever you travel to another country. So with that said, um, uh, some 
struggles uh, about the language, you will always have them. Don't worry about making mistakes, don't worry about uh, vocabulary, don't worry about the whole things about a, 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 this like dimension of learning languages. It is always good that you do an effort to actually speak the language of the people that you're visiting or the people that are living in the country that you're visiting. So the people would appreciate that. Maybe it would be like very rare that people would tell you, hey, I don't understand you, you know, don't talk to me. If you cannot speak German, just go away. They wouldn't say that because they already know that their language is difficult. You know, I've been told in my job, in my studies, in uh, since I got here, you know, Germans will tell you, hey, German is difficult. And it is, it is, you know, it takes a, it takes a while to get used to it. It takes a while to get to know that you will not actually talk like a native speaker uh, but it is actually good for them that you are doing an effort whenever you speak to them in german they will know that you are doing an effort and you are actually studying you're actually doing something to communicate with them even though the people in germany will speak uh, a lot of people would speak english and good english um they they would actually appreciate that you are speaking german and i think that it will consider that as well as the other aspects in other countries because or other people in other countries because they will appreciate that you are doing an effort even in our country i remember you know going um in this uh which is events and duolingo events as well and whenever the people from usa came and they were actually struggling with with Spanish and you know like trying to say something but couldn't say that thing at the moment and asking for vocabulary you know checking their smartphone to you know to see on Google what they would like or they would fit better in their in, in the sentence they were trying to say it is like very pleasant for us to see that because you can see that this person is struggling but at the same time he's like doing an effort so remember guys always do an effort always strive to the best and uh, remember that you can always uh, leave your comments below i will always uh, be posting some new podcast this is uh, uh, actually a project that i really like to work on And just letting you know, guys, the music that you can listen on the background was an, an interpretation by a friend of mine that is named Ronald Varias. He's from Shella and he has a great talent. Playing this jazz music is uh, very nice, a very nice person. And I talked to him about this little project and he's going to put some music on my podcast. And yeah, just check on Facebook. His name is Ronald Varias again. So thank you all for listening to this podcast and until the next time. Bye bye.